Hello, beautiful friends, and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe. I'm a self-love and empowerment coach and mentor to men and women around the world, especially when it comes to practicing grace and self-love and being able to make ourselves proud by doing what we love. So I joke around, um, but it's not really a joke, (laughs) that I'm a recovering people pleaser, a recovering perfectionist, a recovering procrastinator, and all of that was tied in and related, even though I thought procrastination, people pleasing, perfectionism, I never actually identified perfectionism at all. I just thought, hell no, I don't do anything perfect. But that's kind of like the, (laughs) that's kind of like the definition of a perfectionist, someone that believes it's never good enough, it's never perfect. And looking at things as never good enough was transferred over to the beliefs about myself of not feeling ever good enough, okay? So what we're going to be talking about is going for the no. This was something that I struggled with so much because actually I don't even really know why. I'm going to be totally honest. I'm not sure where it came from. I think maybe as early in a, uh, as a young child, I realized that if I could please people, I can create peace and I can receive love. And so I associated... Um, giving people what they want or picking up like my sensitivity and my empathy, I could tell, I could read situations really well. Um, But it found me constantly overextending myself or not asking for what I wanted and like, you know, kicking myself later, being like, shit, why didn't I speak up? You know, Um, or saying yes when I really wanted to say no or saying, no, that's fine when I really want to say no, that's a problem. You know, like being able to stand up for myself, being able to speak up for myself. Um, when I, so in 2014, I lived in Costa Rica and I actually just got back from a 10 day trip and it was so healing. It was so amazing. Like I really needed it. And it kind of reconnected me to the life force of everything by being submerged in so much nature. Um, and I'm going to be doing, I'm partnering up with a friend next year and doing some Costa Rica adventure tours. So I'll make sure and keep you posted on the progress of that. It's just little seedlings that are planted right now, but eventually it'll be full grown and you could be able to join that party with me if you want to travel with me. Um, but in 2014, was it 2014? So I first moved 2014, but I think this was, this conversation happened like a couple years later because I kept going back like every three, every, every year I'd go back for a couple months. Um, so I had a friend named Audrey and I don't even remember the context of the conversation, but what she said, she's like, you can't get what you want if you don't ask. And it became like a mantra for me. You can't get what you want if you don't ask. And you know, if we think about that sentence of like being willing to ask for what you want, there's a part of that, which means you might get a no. Being willing to ask for what you want and knowing that you can't get it if you don't ask for it and people can't read your mind. You know, as much as you think you might be able to read the minds of other people and adjust accordingly to how you think will keep the most peace or be acceptable, you can't read their mind the same way they can't read your mind. And so, you know, another kind of affirmation that has really been supportive in this is say what you mean and mean what you say. You know, so when someone asks you a question, maybe you need to take a breath for a second, take a minute, because it takes time to learn how to, to, to know what you want. It sounds silly to say that. It's like, well, we should know what we want, but that's not always the case. We don't always know what we want when we have a lifetime of putting other people's needs before us or 
of going with the flow to what other people want and just feeling kind of passive. You know, there's a lot of times in my life where I felt like, oh, I can find joy and happiness in anything, like whatever you want to do. You know, and sometimes that's true. Like if we're going out to dinner and I'm like, I really don't care, you know, letting someone else choose. But if there's times where I'm like, oh, I do know what I want. It's, it takes time to give yourself permission to actually speak it because the subconscious mind and the nervous system can feel like, oh my gosh, if I reject this person or if I say no to this person or if they say no to me, it'll be like life or death. So physically, it feels like approaching a mountain lion on the anxiety level, right? And the body goes into the state of self-protection. But I promise over time, practicing this, and I look at, you guys know, I talk about emotions and things like a muscle. So being able to ask for what you want and go for the no is a muscle. And we can start small and grow that muscle and let it become really, really strong. Um, So I wanted something, before we talk about going for the no and different ways that you can be able to put yourself in situations that make you vulnerable to rejection. (laughs) You're like, oh great, Kels, thanks. Yeah, that sounds real fun. But I promise you it is going to be fun because it's going to feel liberating because you aren't going to be um, dependent on other people's responses in order to feel happy. You aren't going to be, you aren't going to have your joy and happiness and contentment be conditional on what other people say, do, or think. Doesn't that sound nice? That you're the one deciding how you feel, not being dependent on other people's responses, reactions, or someone else needing to be happy for you to be happy. So we need to talk about social fears, um, communication fears. Uh, I studied personality styles for a long time. I taught workshops to different um, organizations and businesses all about the DISC personality styles and the communication styles. So it's there's the D, I, S, and C. D is the direct communicator. I is the inspiring, influencing communicator. S is the supportive, steady communicator. And like, that's how they show up within work and relationships, you know, and then the C is calculated and, um, correct and precise. You know, they like to make sure that they, everything, you know, they're the detail oriented accountants, you know, and the people that like the numbers. So I am an I, predominantly an I, and the I, you know, inspiring, influencing, super outgoing, super social, loves relationships, like is totally okay with glitz and glam. Um, And so for each one of these personality styles, there is a greatest fear. And this greatest fear really, like everything that, you know, is every, every type of action and things is to avoid that greatest fear. So the greatest fear on some of those things, and I've talked about this in the past, in past episodes, but it's important to kind of bring up again in context of going for the no. So mine, the biggest fear for me was the fear of rejection. And so many aha moments awakened when I realized like, whoa, fear of rejection. So the people pleasing, afraid to say no to people, and then also afraid to be rejected, which was the cause of not asking for things that I wanted because the idea of someone telling me no sounded like the worst thing in the whole world. So I would only ask for things or only go for jobs or only go for relationships that I knew I wouldn't be rejected. And whenever we are doing things that we know there's no possibility of failure or pushback, we are manipulating and controlling our environment to make sure we always win, right? So that means we aren't actually going for anything full throttle. That means we're, we're trying to avoid any risk of 
being rejected in any way. Um, and so that is a huge contributor as to why it might be hard to ask for what you want. If, if you are, um, super social and like, if you identify with like being inspiring and influencing, like you love being able to, um, bring people together and like, you know, it might be a fear of rejection within your, um, within your graph. I'm like imagining the disc assessment, you know, because we can, we are all a combination of all four of these, but I feel like a lot of people that listened, you know, a lot of women like you that listen to this podcast have some similar personality styles and that's why we jive. That's why we get along. That's why there's a vibe here on Joyfully You podcast. So I'm going to share a couple ways that you can go for the no and start to train yourself into um, being okay with if it being a yes or a no and being in a state of unattachment. Learning how to practice non-attachment and, you know, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be kind of an attitude is very freeing because when we attach ourselves onto a certain outcome or we attach ourselves of needing it to look a certain way, we're controlling, you know, where we are trying to swim upstream versus allowing the flow of things to carry us downstream. So ways, that, so I'll share like a little story. Um, when I was at the airport in San Jose last week, in San Jose, Costa Rica, I um, was checking in. And this is something that I've been doing for probably like five years. Every time I check into my flight, I ask them, is there anybody sitting next to me? And they'll look. It's like, oh, actually, yeah. And I was like, is, is there any way that I could move seats to another seat that is that doesn't have anyone next to them, you know? And she was like, well, there's a seat, there is a seat available. I can move it, move you to it right now. Give me a second. And it was that easy, right? Being able to ask for a better seat on the plane and being willing to get a no. I was unattached, but I knew that if I didn't ask, I could never get it. So I might as well ask, you know? So, but there's been many times where people are like, nope, flight booked, can't move you, you know? And they're like stressed out, pissed off, whatever. I've got, I've probably been 50, 50 of people saying, nope, can't do anything. Your seat is what it is. But then the other time they're like, actually, yeah, let me see what I could do for you. You know, they enjoy being able to assist and help because when I ask, I'm asking from a place of curiosity and unattachment and I'm super respectful, you know, like treating people well of like, Hey, is there any way by chance versus I need to change to a different seat, right? People will match our energy that we bring to them. So if we're bringing a state of like, um, demanding or anger or fear or like desperation, you know, sometimes that's reflected back. So even at the airport, you know, obviously right now, not a lot of people are traveling, but always asking for a possible seat upgrade. Why not? Ask for what you want. When you check into a hotel, always ask, are there any free upgrades available by chance? You never know. Maybe there's a room that hasn't been booked and it's just sitting there empty. So you could be able to upgrade into it. Like if you are in a hurry at the grocery store and you only have one item and there's a whole bunch of people in line asking someone, Hey, do you mind if I go in front of you? I have this one item. And you're giving them the opportunity to say yes or no. You know, they might be like, no, nah, I'm in a hurry too. I want to get through. And it's being okay with whether they say yes or no. And it's putting yourself in a vulnerable position because they can say no. And you're okay. And you got to be okay. And that's like the part of it. You got to be okay with someone telling you no, if you're asking for what you want. It's going for the no, being okay with the no, because at least you got a decision and a response. Because it might be a yes, 
you know, maybe you're getting coffee or something and you're in a, like, and this is a stretch activity, right? This is a stretchy move, but I promise there will be immense growth from the confidence you feel of being okay with getting a no and the possibility of getting a yes. Like if you're in line at the coffee being like, Hey, do you mind if I go in front of you? And whatever reason you want to say, you don't even have to say a reason, but like, Hey, would you mind if I go ahead of you? And some people are probably gonna be like, uh, no, there's a line, (laughs) but someone might be like, yeah, sure. I don't care. Go ahead. And so these are little situations where you can ask, um, put yourself in a position to ask for something and be willing to get a no. And even practicing asking for things and letting people say no and feeling the feeling of like, oh, I'm alive. I made it. It's all good, right? And so it's not that it really matters if you go ahead in the line at the coffee shop or at the grocery store or you get the best seat. It's the it's the process of asking. That's the whole that's the whole like uh, muscle training is the asking and the holding the tension while we let the other person respond and say what they mean and mean what they say. Um, if you have struggled with people pleasing, one of the biggest things is projecting onto other people that they might people please as well. Meaning asking, um, you know, afraid to ask someone for something because you're afraid that they might, um, say yes when they really mean no. And obviously if there's some people, you know, that are people pleasers, like, especially when it comes to the workforce, you know, being able to say no to your boss helps them trust when you say yes. So I'm going to say that again. Your no makes them trust your yes. If you tell someone, if your boss is like, can you get this done? And you're like, no, I have this on my plate, this on my plate, this on my plate. That can be done next week. Or would you like to remove one of these things that I'm currently working on if this is a higher priority? They will have so much respect for you. And so if you find yourself where someone's asking like more of you and more of you and more of you and you find yourself like super overwhelmed or working late hours or like overextending yourself, ask yourself like, what am I trying to prove here? Because I just want to remind you, you already have the job. (laughs) What are you trying to prove here? And um, how can you delegate your time and honor your no, right? Because it's not that you're saying no, period. It's saying no, comma. This is what's going on. This is what could be moved around. What's this priority level, right? Because sometimes people will just continue to ask and ask and ask and ask and ask and ask and ask because they're so used to you always saying yes. So that's the dynamic you've built. So imagine like if you can be the one to turn around and start asking, 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 and you're starting to change the dynamic. Um, But when you say no to something, you allow that other person to have more respect and trust within you because you're honoring your your um, your capabilities, right? Because if you say yes to something, but it requires you to stay up like late in the night to complete, you're exhausted. You're going to start to get burnt out. You know, it's not sustainable. And so starting to adjust that by communicating and negotiating, you know, going for the no is also like kind of an art of negotiation, being able to ask for what you want, being able to understand that, being able to maintain a level of respect, um, but especially when it comes to the workforce, if you have some, a boss that's asking you, um, to do more than what you actually have the hours to do for what you're getting paid and you find yourself working a lot overtime. I know this is kind of specific, but this comes up a lot with different people that I've talked to, um, learning how 
to not be a yes man, not be a yes woman all the time. If your yes is actually, you know, you cursing yourself in your mind as you're saying it. Because I, because notice like, is this a fear of rejection? Are you afraid of rejecting the person that's asking something from you that you, you know, don't want to do, or you, or you feel like, oh my God, I don't have time to do this. How am I going to do this? And then all of a sudden you aren't sleeping very well, you know? So being able to say, um, timelines and negotiations with things of like, if you currently have things on your plate, be like, okay, well, this is what I have going on this new project or this new thing that needs to get done. What's the actual deadline and timeline on it? That's actually a great question. If you have someone like whether it's with your friends or with work and someone asks you, um, you know, if you could be able to do something, always ask them back. What is the final dead, the deadline for this? What's the due date for this? By when? Always ask them by when, because if they don't, you know, maybe they do have a deadline or timeline, but if they don't, they'll be forced to think, well, actually, what is the priority on this? And so then you're able to be feel better organized and prioritized to see what the timelines are for things. That's like a really helpful thing is always asking, what's the timeline for this? What's the deadline for this? By when is this due? Because if you've ever, I've had a boss once that would just always ask me to do things and ask me to do things. And so I looked at everything as a priority and I was just constantly stressed out because everything felt like a priority because I didn't know how to ask about deadlines. So, um, okay, so being able to go for the no. I've shared a couple different things. And there's also like, for example, like sitting at a restaurant, if you go sit down at a restaurant and you see the table they're bringing you to, and you don't really want to sit at that table and you see a different table, ask, Hey, is it possible that we sit at that table instead? They might say, no, there's a reservation, but they might say, yeah, sure. Sit on down. And then you get to sit at the table you wanted to sit at. So now that you've listened to this episode, I want you to notice where maybe you are not speaking your truth or not asking for what you want or manipulating the response you're giving to the people in your life because you're afraid of rejecting them or being rejected. Okay. If you can practice never rejecting yourself, meaning if you are feeling something, honoring that you're feeling it versus being mad at yourself for it. Or if you realize that you're upset about something, you know, like not abandoning yourself and a ways that we can abandon ourselves is by drinking our problems away or smoking our problems away or trying to fuck our problems away or whatever else stimulation that can help distract us from what's actually going on. Be willing to sit with yourself. And it's like, I will never abandon you. I will never reject you. I will sit with you the same way you would sit with a friend who was struggling, you know, and asking yourself what activates my joy? What is it that I need? And whatever comes to your intuition and something will come if you ask, but it might be something as simple as do the dishes, take a walk. You know, it's not always going to be this big thing like go on a trip to Costa Rica. Although sometimes it is, sometimes it is that and changing our environment, changing our routine. Um, but just to kind of do a little recap this episode, you can't get what you want. If you don't ask, be willing to go for the no and strengthen that muscle of asking without attachment to an answer. Say what you mean, mean what you say, and you can hold that standard to other people in your life. You know, there's definitely been times within my family relationships where I can see the manipulation happening, where someone in my family's saying all these comments, but they're not asking for what they want. And so I honor their comments at face value as if I was reading a text and not reading into all the emotions behind it that I know them. So I know there's a sense of manipulation happening. And instead I think, say what you mean, mean what you say. 
if they're saying that, like, for instance, if someone's telling you, no, I, I, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care, but you can tell that they totally fucking care, and the people pleaser inside of you wants to be like, look, I'll do it, I can tell you care. If they're constantly saying, I don't care, I don't care, let them say what they mean and mean what they say. Be like, all right, okay, well, call me if you need anything and leave. And they might be pissed off because they're like, ah, ah, you know, because they themselves are people pleasing, but you get to hold them to a standard of saying what they mean and meaning what they say. And then you do the exact same thing for yourself. Say what you mean and mean what you say. Don't get caught up in saying things that you don't actually mean in order to avoid rejection in order to avoid feeling a certain way of like fearing the no. If you notice you're doing things to avoid getting a no, whether it be getting a no from the world or a no from a boss or a no from a family member or a no from a spouse, go for the no. Be unattached of what answer you get and be willing to ask because if you asked, then you know that you did what you could and you can have a little peace and contentment because I would much rather ask and be totally rejected then sit and wonder what if. You know what I mean? So, all right, guys. If you enjoyed this episode or you know someone that needs to hear it, go ahead and send it to them. Um, If this one really touched your heart and soul, share it to your Instagram story and post it. Tag me. It means the world when you do that because then it's exposing joyfully you to other people that might need to hear it and it might support them in their own empowerment journey and standing up for themselves and and feeling proud, feeling on purpose, you know? And so I just want to thank you guys too, for all the sharing that you have done. And thank you for, um, the messages and stuff that I've received of you guys kind of sharing what your story and your process has been like since listening to joyfully you, like those messages are like the biggest gift. They're such a gift. And I love being able to connect with you guys. Like, because that's the reason why I'm doing it is because I, I like when I started this podcast, I knew there were specific women that had to be like me. And I wanted to share what I had been constantly learning and uncovering to be able to guide people into the liberation I was feeling because I didn't know it was possible. I didn't know what I didn't know. And so, you know, this has been the like a passion project that's continued on to become a part of my career. And it's something I'll never give up. It's something I'll never give up. I love doing this podcast. I love doing podcasting. I love being able to connect with people. I love knowing that anyone can listen from anywhere around the world. I think that's the coolest thing ever. So just want to say, I love you and I hope you have an amazing day. Um, and, uh, again, I'm Kelsey. You were listening to joyfully you podcast. And I will see you on the next episode.